Blog Talk Radio. Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network, and that was such a great song. It's called The Know-It-Alls, and it's our special guest today, Johnny Paisano, Punk Rock Pizzeria, his newest release, and uh, Johnny has a lot to share with us today. He's calling in from Chicago, and then I have my co-host with me from New York, Spencer Drate, and today, if you'd like to call in, our number is 347-677-1036, and the chat room is open. And if you'd like to go into the chat room, you do have to create a user account. But this show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on the Red Velvet Media Network under the Andy Cafe. With that, I'd love to bring Johnny in and also my co-host, Spencer Drake. Let me bring everybody in because Johnny's calling in from Chicago because he's on a little getaway. 
And then I've got Spencer calling in from New York, and I'm on the West Coast, so we're going to talk about that. And it's sunny here today, thank God. <laughs> so are you guys there? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. sunny now, here, Holly. It's uh, sunny in New York. As well. Yep. Oh, good. Hey, we've got sunshine all over the place, so that's really great. All that's over a the good country. sign. Yep. Before before we start our show, I'd like to just give a, a really quick acknowledgement that our prayers go out to the UK for everyone that is um, and, and everywhere, all around the world that is um, feeling you know any kind of stress. And also, I want to acknowledge today is World Water Day, which this is I think the first year I've I've not done a World Water Day type show, but. We can do world water. Let's talk about water, Johnny and Spencer. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, today's World Water Day, too, as well. So I want to acknowledge that because everyone knows I'm very passionate about water. But with that, I want well, to you, talk you do about know the old, Johnny. You guys have heard of the old Indian proverb, yeah? It is. It is. You remember, you remember there, was an, uh, there was an old Indian proverb. Can you hear me Okay. Yeah, I yeah. can hear you perfectly. Said, tell me, tell me. Uh, uh, it was only well, it was something like only when the, uh, the 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 last tree has died, the last fish has died, only when there's no uh, animals left on the planet that human beings will realize you can't eat money. Mm. Exactly, you can't. No. you're right. So yeah, and you, and you know uh, they have an ad on TV with Matt Damon. He's doing a lot with water. Uh, oh, yeah, he's on a panel world. that we're going to be doing. Yeah, he's on a panel yeah. discussion that I'm going to be doing with them um, pretty soon. So he's really encouraging it. But Good. Well, what goes great with pizza besides water? Coca-Cola. 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 It's got to be Coca-Cola. Not even Pepsi. It actually has to be Coca-Cola. Nah, it has to be Coca-Cola. Yeah. But I want to say this new CD... Um, punk, uh, the Punk Rock Pizzeria, and actually, Spencer, did you order out for pizza today? Yeah, I know. Today is a <laughs> order out pizza. Everybody in the world has got to order out pizza while we're doing the show. <laughs> okay. Well, I I made one. I actually made a pizza. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, but um, everybody, oh, Holly, man. and everybody knows I love to cook. So, but I want to talk about Johnny's newest CD, and then also Spencer, how you know Johnny. And Johnny, what I'd like you to do is maybe introduce yourself to people that don't know you. And if you don't know right. who Johnny Paisano is. Let's hear your story, Johnny, because this is so cool. I'm not, I'm not sure what kind of story to tell, but yeah, my name is Johnny Pazano. I want Pazano. you to tell everyone who I you will, are. I will we tell you what, what I am. Tons <laughs> of people. Who are you? Uh, well, no, go for it. Well, yeah. So, yeah, my name is Johnny Pazano. I am mainly known as a bass player in uh, New York City, born and raised in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. Uh, just started playing with a bunch of people through the years uh, where – Marky Ramone, Jesse Mallon, uh, Willie Yay. Nile, Ryan Adams. Uh, was on a, yeah, never did anything with Ryan Adams live, but I played on a couple of his records. Uh, and then some one-off gigs with uh, Deborah Harry and uh, a couple of gigs with Fred Armisen. I mean, there's just a, there's a bunch, there's a bunch too many to remember right now. And the Counting Crows. Um, uh, yeah, we, we, we opened up yeah. well, with Jesse Mallon. And Willie Nile opened up for the County Crows on two different. Yay! Uh, cool. And then when you open up for them, a lot of times they'll get you to come up and play a song with them. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we actually went up at at the end of their set, 
and grabbed the guitar. Wow. I, the second time I had a tambourine, whatever, and we just did a couple of songs with them. They're great guys. They're oh, really that's generous so cool. And, yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, David Imagluck so uh, plays cool. with uh, James Maddock. He plays mandolin and acoustic, and he, he still just goes around town playing with James and doing great things uh, with Hollis Brown. He was helped producing with Don DeLego. So they're just great guys all, all around, yeah. And you pros. just real, played the other dudes. night. Yeah, and you just played the other night with Willie Nile. That's why you're in Chicago. And Willie yeah, Nile, what a, a great uh, powerhouse. Yeah, he's, he's been, Willie's been right. Willie's been writing songs uh, for yeah. I mean, he's 68 years old now, and he's got he's got all the power of of a 20 year old on stage, off stage. He's still writing. I know. Away. He's been writing songs and performing them since 1978, I believe. He's writing songs before that, but he started out as a solo, um, doing the open mic things on on uh, Kenny's Castaways place right. on on Bleecker Street. And he never played with a well, band. He just was doing it by himself. He told me he would introduce fake band members just as a joke. Mm-hmm. And, and what happened was, because he's born Robert Noonan, and he would just, mm-hmm. uh, he never really took, he never took himself seriously, and he still don't, which is one of, the, one of the reasons what makes him such an inspirational, great guy all around. He would, uh, one day, he just said, oh, well, Yui Rosenberg, that's my name this week. And some other <laughs> name just left, you know, like just stupid names. And one, one week he came up with this name, Willie Nile, because he liked things that oh, were nihilistic. Wow. And he thought it was cool, and he kept it. And that's why, uh, that's why he calls himself Willie Nile. It you started know, out as famous know, fake name. We've, yeah. we've had him on two or three times, and we're getting ready to have him on again. You know, you should call in when we have him on. He's amazing. I love him. He's got such great oh, energy. A lot of stories to tell. Yeah, we are in the middle right now. We just finished 10 Bob Dylan songs. He's doing a covers record. And um, we kill, I'm telling you, I don't don't normally like to brag about stuff I do. I'm not, I don't have an ego like that, but we killed it. I mean, we had Aaron Comez from uh, the Spin Doctors on drums and we used his video, which is amazing. And James Maddox uh, playing. James Maddox is really known as being this amazing singer songwriter with this incredible voice. Mm -hmm. But what he's, what a lot of people don't realize is how amazing his guitar playing is. His finger picking is on this record is beautiful, and we just, mm-hmm. without rehearsing, we went in there and just let magic happen, and it did. Me and Aaron oh, wow. were doing things like unplanned things. I'm like, I didn't know you were going to do that drum roll there, and I did this bass thing at the same time, and it was all this stuff kept happening. And then vocally, we had Leslie Mendelson come in, and me, Leslie, and James did these background harmonies. Were just the whole thing just sounds really great. We did these Bob Dylan songs justice. And we did them in different styles, and Willie oh, how cool. do it beautifully. Yeah, it's really good. I can't yeah, wait. I, you know, I saw oh, Willie at I saw Willie at the Highline. Um, it was years ago when I first, you know, I've seen Willie so many times, but we're like soul brothers. But I saw him at the Highline, and he brought mm-hmm. James Maddock on the stage for the first time. I saw him, and he seemed yeah. there seems to be a camaraderie like that, right, Johnny? He has some play a lot with him every so. He often. does well. You know what's great about Willie is when he when he yeah he he will push an artist that he liked. Yeah. And uh, I remember yeah. I remember sitting in a room with him at light of day and Bruce Springsteen comes in and we're, uh, we're, we're going to rehearse the song because Bruce will play with us at light of day and he'll do, we will yeah. on guitar. And, mm-hmm. and he's sitting there telling Bruce, instead of telling Bruce, hey Bruce, check out my new record, my this, my that, Willie's turning around and saying, you got to check out James Maddox. 
You got to check out <laughs> oh, this guy wow. from Ireland. You know, you got to check out. Like he's pushing mm-hmm. other bands on other artists. He's and that, you know what he uh, did? He, yeah. I, I was backstage with um, Alexandro Escovedo, and he just brought me right into Alexandro. He says, you got to see Spencer Drake, great designer. You know, J- Willie is yeah. that charisma. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. He's like, he it likes is. to help people, turn people on in his life. And right. Yeah. Just a great, just a great person, right? That's what we, yeah, that's what like we, you we, said, Johnny. He tells great stories. When we had him yeah. on the air, I said, I asked him, and he was telling me about his grandfather and stuff like that. And that must be so yeah. great, though, that you're playing with him. And, you know, not to deviate away from that, I, I really want to talk about your latest CD that you put well, out, thanks. which is yeah. Everybody Gets a Slice, which is great. <laughs> I love the packaging on this. This is great. Awesome. The front, um, the front of the packaging has, obviously, the song we're going to close with, which is Superhero, and I want to talk about the song we opened up with, but um, basically the guy on the front is ripping his shirt open like Superman with a pie on the front with a picture of pizza, and that represents, obviously, Superhero, which we're going to close with. But, um, you know, the song we opened up with, because um, there's so many tracks on here, um, I think that uh, the know-it-all. Uh, let's yeah. talk about that. That says it's the first place. Well, well I can um, tell you that. about the tracks on here. Well, a yeah. bunch of these songs I wrote uh, 20 years ago. I, I was playing with Marky Ramone after the Ramones mm-hmm. retired in 96. Uh, Marky Ramone right. didn't want to stop. And he, he had this original band called Marky Ramone and the Intruders. And mm-hmm. ever since then, he's been doing Ramones covers. But uh, since then, back then, I was co-writing with him and writing my own stuff and showing it to him. And he was digging what I was coming up with. We were going to do a third record, but we never did. So I was, uh, mm-hmm. there the songs, I, I, am I allowed to curse? Cause the Course, song, uh, okay. that, the song that one of the songs I was trying to maybe get you to play. Um, I wrote back then in 1998, all fucked up from growing up. That's from back then. Mm-hmm. And so this song, the know-it-alls, I actually started writing in 2001 uh, there was people I was working for at the time. I don't want to mention any names. There were certain bands I was in that had uh, management mm-hmm. or the, it could have been the singer. It could have been both. And I was always working day jobs. So definitely want to throw everybody off to who that song was influenced by. But when you're, when you're I can job, only imagine. <laughs> well, to protect the guilty here. When you have a job yeah. and you have to deal with this annoying boss that, that has an ego and they're pretentious, and they talk down to you, and they're condescending, and you, you know, it's easy for friends to go, well, well, come on, Holly, just, you know, just get another job. Anybody could say, oh, yeah. you're not happy with your relationship, just break up with them. It's never that easy, and that's the reality <laughs> of it. You got to set yourself up. So during the time that you're stuck in this job dealing mm-hmm. with these people that you you want to kill yourself rather than go to work that day, that on Sunday nights you tend to get a stomach ache because the next day you have to go into the office and deal with these people. That's what that song is about. It's about, it's oh, about wow. people that you have to deal okay. with. So it's, but when the chorus says, um, but we'll be there when they need us, that's what that means. I'll yeah, still I be that. there for you, okay. but I hate your guts, but I can't quit the job <laughs> as of right now. And it doesn't mean a job. It could be the band you're in and you're dealing with the ego-headed lead singer or the horrible management company that, you, you know, someone that just treats you like crap. That's what that song mm-hmm. is about. And I, and I did have, um, I called up, we, we did a, Jesse Mellon does this thing called Sally Can't Dance. 
and uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm usually in, I'm usually in the house band of that, which is how I got to play with like David Johansson nice. and and uh, Leonard mm-hmm. Graves from the Dickies and a bunch of people. But um, one time we did a Bob Gruen birthday, the last Bob Gruen birthday thing we did, and Handsome mm-hmm. Dick, who I'm, I love, I love that guy to death, ever since I was a kid traveling to go see the dictators. Uh, I asked him. I said, "Can you? What do you think? Could you say something for me on the record?" And I said, "The song's called mm-hmm. The Know It Alls." I think you would dig it, and I just want you to say one little thing at the end. He goes, of course, Paisano, what do you want me to do? It was like that kind of thing. <laughs> so he actually did it for me in his phone. And so that's how oh, the end great. of the know-it-alls. That that's says, funny. hey, you're all a bunch of friggin' know-it-alls. That's, yeah, that's yeah. it. And I'm, I'm so happy to have him on the record in any capacity. I would have had that guy play a cowbell to get him on this record. I love <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my so, God, you're so funny. Well, so, you know, the design so that's is really cool. Did you come up with it? Yep. Did you come up with the design? Um, it's great. Well, what, yeah, what happened was uh, I, was, I was working on this song, Superhero, and at the same time, uh-huh. this friend of mine I used to work with, he's a, he's a really good artist, and he's like, hey, I, I want to make like a, an action figure of you or whatever, and I was like, cool, and somehow oh, me. it just seemed perfect to connect. So I had this right. idea, you mm-hmm. know what, I'm not only going to get this record and tip my hat to pizza, because that's the name of the record, but I'll also tip my hat to the comic strip book community, and I'll make myself into a, a, a character. And this guy, Eddie Amat, and um, another friend of mine did the other artwork. Uh, we, we, together, we just, I tipped my hat to the, uh, to the comic strip thing, and that's how that came about. And if you open up the CV, there's like a muscle dude in there. It's great. And yeah, then, no, it's me awesome. And George Reeves character. Yeah, yeah it's good mm-hmm. stuff. You, you, know, it's, you know, it's really great that that, that, that jump shot in the back, back of the booklet uh, in the air, it looks like, yep. uh, mm-hmm. who did that photograph? Well, I'm glad you asked because, uh, yeah, a lot of people would look at that and think it's superimposed, and it's not. I live it's not. It's Earth not. Brooklyn. I know. Yeah. It's not. It's real. And, and that neighbor, I live right next door at, uh, to Coney Island in Benson Earth, Brooklyn. So Kira Caverno is an amazing cool. photographer. And she, she, Kira Caverno came to Coney Island with me. And in order to get that shot, she had to lay down on the boardwalk flat. And so I wow. jumped up oh, wow. in front of the parachute jump, and it wasn't high enough to get the angle we needed. So I grabbed the garbage pail and turned it upside down. <laughs> I got crap all over my hands because garbage pails are gross. And I stood on the garbage pail and jumped straight up off that. And then wow. she clicked wow. the picture. Yeah, I hope you landed perfect. on it. Yeah, yeah I landed <laughs> I off of it. I almost landed on her, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I had to jump toward her to get the shot. We did it. It, was, it really, I had to do it three times. And we got it perfect. She's oh, just wow. a great she also, she also did the videos I did leading up to my pledge campaign. Um, I did these five mm-hmm. videos, one, one per okay. day, as, and not telling anybody what I was doing. And I was just, well, one of them I did was a Saturday Night, Leave a Saturday Night Fever parody. Again, that's right in my neighborhood. <laughs> and I, I did with us. They filmed, they filmed my feet. She filmed my feet going into the pizzeria that he went into, uh, mm. Tony Monero and mm-hmm. Saturday Night Fever. And uh, yeah. yeah, we did that whole parody. And then I said, and I have this big announcement coming up, and I didn't tell anybody what it was. Well, the big announcement was, I want to make a punk rock record. I need to do a pledge, blah, blah, blah. And that, that video got a lot of attention. In fact, uh, I know for a fact Maureen Van Zant, she, she showed it to little Steven, and then little Steven showed it to Bruce. And it got back to me that this video has been passed around. Marky Ramon wow. even said, I saw that video you did. 
He wants me to do more videos. He wants me to go into like Yonkers and like do neighborhood videos. So whatever, I might, I might do something like that. Can you imagine that, Spencer? Oh my god! I know that's I mean, funny. That is really funny. Yeah, that's go to really different funny. delis. Like, hey, this is Joe. I Deli. have a great idea. Years, you know. Johnny, I have a great idea for you. This is Good. great, and go. I'm going to say it on the air. Would this cool? Why don't we? Oh, why don't you open up a Johnny Paisano's pizzeria? A real one. A I can tell you that is, if I had the time and the money, I would have loved to I'm do that. In fact, the whole vision, the vision I have would be, this place would be open day and night. Obviously, daytime pizzeria, but there's going to be a killing yeah. jukebox in it. With punk rock music. Where, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. With right. great music exactly. playing. Yeah. It'll be and like a little pop stage. culture pizza place. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's well, I got Johnny. I got to tell you point. this. I got to tell you something. Uh, we did a Judith and I did a very historic special CD packaging show with the One Club in the '90s. It was written up in Smithsonian and everywhere. But anyway, Ooh. my point is, in this show, listen to this. Capitol Records did a little pizza box, and, and it looks really real. It looks like you know the guy carrying the pizza, the caricature yeah. that you always see, and in the box was a compilation. But on top of the disc, it looks like a real pizza. You would love this. And it was made, oh, you know, cool. it was made, the board was made like a real pizza, a box board, see? So, and not flimsy, very like a hard board. It's gorgeous. But it was made oh, like I a pizza. It. Pizza box. Oh, you would love that. A real I, pizza I, box. I, that's great. I see, I see us opening up a bunch of Johnny Paisano pizzerias. Like, we can do like, you know, three or four in different places. No, seriously. Absolutely. And it's got to be get, a chain. It's got to be. But oh, the, my God. You know, it would the, be amazing. Oh, my the, God. And, and be, you heard it here on the radio, okay? <laughs> but it has to be brick it's oven, happen. thin crust. It has to be brick the, the oven, right recipe. Crust, this cannot be exactly. crack This has got to be real nope. deal stuff. Yeah, and there my has to be a kind stage. of pizza. There's got to be yes. guys in the daytime with acoustic guitars playing in the day, and then at night there could yes. be full bands on certain nights. But the jukebox has to be murderously great, different Killer genres of music. music. Yeah, exactly. And the decor, oh my god, oh, it could be awesome. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it could I be open until oh, four totally. in the morning. Every Spencer and I could go crazy on the decor. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like, you know, this is a great <laughs> idea. I mean, at least, at least no, look at if you don't do it here, at least on a website, oh, you would have like make it look a like a pizza idea. place. I have well, another you, idea. Listen to this. Let's hear it. Each, each, listen to this. Each pizza that you make will be named after a song or after, um, like, a group or a person. Like, now you're like talking. We could do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, pop. We could. Exactly. And then, right? like, yeah. you put together some of the <laughs> Yeah, but, but listen, on, on top that, of that, I want on the web pop pizza. I want yeah, but listen, pizza. listen. Uh, if you can't do that, <laughs> at least on a website, do a looks like a pizza store front. You see, and then sure. you yeah. tie in with the album on the website. You know what I'm saying, Johnny? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You click on the door and it opens up. You go inside. Yeah, yep. You do yeah. it all interactive. And oh, then yeah. you go That's to right. a exactly right. box, a, vir- a virtual geek box, and you could play like different music. That's exactly play right. Whatever you yeah. want. Yeah, everything yeah. from the Buzzcocks to to the head liquor. See, absolutely. you need you need people like us punk. to help market you, babe. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm ready. We'll market you. This is great. Yeah, I, love, I, I love what you've done Well, do you so guys far. remember CBGB's Pizza? 
They had yeah, a for real, right? I next do. door to Seabees for, for a bunch of years in the 90s. Oh, yeah. And I, I thought that was the greatest thing except yeah. for the dude. You know, they, they, nobody cared about hair nets or anything back then. So these guys had their hair were like hanging over the pizza <laughs> as they made it. But you <laughs> find like a, a dyed black <laughs> hair in your pizza, you know, just yeah. the course, it's just some, you just had to deal with it. That's it. So <laughs> let, let me ask you a question. Who's on? Who's on your album? Who's playing on the yeah, album? Yeah, who with played you? with you? Some names. Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it's the Willie Nile Band, uh, and and on the guitar, uh, on the reggae version, I did a Willie song. Willie is actually singing on it as well. But for the for the rest of the record, it's me, Matt Hogan on guitar, uh, Alex Alexander on drums. On all fucked up from growing up, it's John Weber, who we we just used on this run because Alex wasn't available. Uh, playing drums, and I have Lee Boyce plays guitar on a couple of uh, not not uh, a couple of solos here and there, like little bits here and there, and some rhythms. And I'm playing guitar on some of it as well. I'm playing bass, obviously, on the whole thing. Um, that's all my voice. All the people have asked me that: Is that your voice doing the Mighty Mouse theme, or is that your <laughs> voice doing that? Where I just changed my voice and did weird shit. Yeah. So all oh, of that cool. is. Oh, that's is, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Let's give out your website real quick, okay? You're on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. We know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a website. I know. Let's let's I give this out one. though. Facebook. It's Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll help you design one. Facebook.com. Okay, Johnny. Johnny Paisano's Punk Rock Pizzeria. So that's J O H N N Y P I S A N O S Punk Rock Pizzeria. If you go to Facebook and type that in, it's really awesome. And this CD is available um, pretty much everywhere. Um, you can yep. get so, the CD. Um, it's a great. I, I have an Etsy shop, is what I'm, I've been promoting. To if you want the That's actual awesome. CD, and yeah. I got T-shirts as well. So if you go to everybody mm. know, I think a bunch of people know what Etsy is. E T S Y. So if you go, Etsy's yeah, great. If you go to Etsy. I didn't know that. And if you search my name in Etsy, you'll find all the T-shirts. There's jewelry. I'm right now. I even. Well, if you go on there, and if you notice, there's also this, uh, this, this, I'm this going pizza in right warrior. Now. This action hero that you see, this guy gets really upset if you eat pizza with a fork, because a lot of these <laughs> are that are not New Yorkers. <laughs> so I made a, I bent a fork that makes like I mangled a fork, and that's one of the sculptures you can have. If and I, I'm selling that on Etsy as well. Wow! And the cool. fork, I'm looking at it right now. The fork sits oh on my a God, wooden this pizza is slice. Funny. Yeah. There's some funny stuff on there. Oh, yeah. this is great. I just didn't wow. want to take myself too seriously. Like, the record in general is light. I mean, other than the know-it-alls is pretty serious of a song, maybe. it's very It gets very angry. Uh, Don't Think is about heartbreak, you know, trying to forget someone. Yeah. Other than those two songs, the rest of the stuff is pretty light. I'm not, I'm not trying to change the world with lyrics. I'm no Bono or Willie Nile, you know, just... Just wanted to uh, make a fun record, but not. It's too a fun funny record. In any way. Donnie, it's yeah. a fun record. Yeah. Cool. You know, yeah, there's even one song about you, people. I know there is. I w- want to ask you about the different tracks. Um, you said the one track you were writing when you were playing with uh, Marky, and you guys were going to record some of this. What, what, what do you? I want to ask you, what are you currently working on now besides touring? Uh, myself, well, I, I was just discussing with my friend here. Um, I actually have some other stuff in mind. I have a, I, I, now I know this record is all punk rock mostly, but I actually have a couple of big band songs 
Frank Sinatra style mm-hmm. songs in mind. I have, oh, I have nice. a Christmas song that. that are that wow. totally, yeah. And there's this guy, Arlen Silas. He's an amazing artist himself in Jersey. And he did the music for the Mighty Mouse theme. And I know he'd be able to help me uh, recreate a big band with these great sounds. And I'll get some real instruments and, and great samples of instruments as well to do it. And um, I might just do Johnny Paisano's big band pizzeria. There might be Johnny Paisano's indie rock pizzeria and a bunch of songs that are singer-songwriter. I have a bunch right. of songs already written that can, can – I may not put a, a punk rock record out again. I'm not sure. It just might be other genres of music. Like the one guitar that song would be, I did, Willie's. That would be that's so great, cool. It's a, yeah, it's a, reggae, it's a reggae song. It's not punk. So uh, it's not really? just, I, I, I love all music. So why, what, what rules are there to say that I could only put out one genre of music? I don't care. I'm not trying to get mm-hmm. signed. I'm not trying to get big and famous. I'm just putting out music. I love so much when people come to see us play, especially when they travel. I'm all, yeah. about, I'm all about giving back. I love, like, what, like, you, you came to see us play. You like what I do. What can I do for you? Well, here, here's music. Like, I just want to put out music. I want to just, just, that's all, I'm, that's all I was thinking of doing. So once I get over how hard this was, because it was a big pain in the ass to put out this record, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, I bet. And I was doing it all myself. So, and now promoting it myself, it's still a lot of work. So once I get over that, it's kind of like, you know, not to compare to childbirth, but, once a woman forgets how painful it is to, to give birth, then she's ready to have another one. I'm just, I just want to forget what, that's so painful true. that. Let's work I got to come in here on something. When, I, when I saw Johnny play with Willie Nile so many times, and then mm-hmm. remember, Johnny, I met you at City Winery, and I said, I'm trying to think to myself, how am I going to get Johnny on our show? And then I asked you, are you going to do an album? And then you came out with, oh, yeah, putting together an album now, right, Johnny? You said putting yes. out an album together. That was magic. Yeah, exactly. And I said, you know, wow, this is great. Because, you know, you deserve a lot of uh, people uh, know Willie and they know the band. But I think in your identity of yourself, I think it's important to, to uh, for Holly and I to advertise you to the world. Because a lot of people don't know who you are in a certain way. And uh, we're very happy to have you on. And here you are. Are you oh, kidding? Thank you, this man. is I'm, so I'm much humbled, fun. I'm by this. Thank you. I appreciate this it. This is so much fun, and you know what? We both love Willie Nile, and we love the oh, other yeah. people that you've yeah. played with as well. And your music is very powerful. There's a lot of really great sound. I mean, I can definitely hear the Ramon sound in some of the music, but I'm really intrigued by the fact that you're doing some big band music. Um, who's going to play with you on that? I'm not, not sure yet. Right now, it's the songs are in my head only. Wow. I, mm-hmm. I, um, I maybe sang it into a phone. You know, I have some ideas. I just have to, just like any other song, it's all the instrumentation, everything is going on in my head. I have to get it out. Eventually, I have to mm-hmm. get it out. It'll, it'll, it'll torture me. It'll, it'll stop me from sleeping no, because I start r- I, running through the ideas. I start writing so parts funny. as I'm laying there. So, yeah, it's, it's like a... It's something that has to happen after a while. Otherwise, I'll, it'll drive me crazy. So I'm looking forward yeah, to getting this no. out of my system. Yeah, yeah. Now, where are you guys going like from just, Chicago? Um, well, where's your, where's your next then, gig? Uh, we have mm-hmm. uh, another four-day run. 
We're doing uh, Willie Nile Brooklyn Bowl on April 6th, and then the 7th in Richmond, the 8th in D.C., and the 9th in Philadelphia at World Cafe. That's the next nice. one of shows we're doing. Hey, yeah. Now, Johnny, are you going to do a Are you going to do a tour with your band? Are you going to well, do a I tour did, with your? I, I, I did do one show, and uh, obviously, you know, the record release show was at Mercury Lounge. It was it was packed, and there was right. another 170 people listening on Facebook Live. I was so happy about that. I wasn't sure what was going to happen, how it would be received, and now because of the show. And again, I wasn't sure how well I would do as a frontman. I mean, I didn't play bass. Yeah, right. I had a, I had a guy Richard Mullen play bass, and I just wanted mm. to be the frontman, and that was scary in itself. And I, I <laughs> people didn't know yeah. what to expect, but uh, not to toot my own horn or whatever. But people said I did I did a great job as a frontman, and they're demanding for me to do another show. And then I, what I, I tell you, crazy what I tell you? Oh, that's awesome. You did, yes, you did. I mean, for superhero, I put on a super a Superman cape. And for Pirates wow. Bitches, my song oh, about pizza, wow. I actually put on a giant chef's hat. And then, and then I wound up, not to get political, because I didn't, but I put on a Trump wig, and I did I'm So Bored with the USA by The Clash. <laughs> and, and, then, and then I had Jesse Mallon, a great guy he is, he came on stage with me, and we sang Father Christmas, because it was near Christmas that I did the show yeah. and I wow. threw out mm-hmm. 100 Santa hats into the crowd and yeah. the crowd was, half the crowd was wearing oh, that's Santa great. hats. It was, it was pretty funny. awesome. So between the craziness and, and everything, people are like, I really need you to do another show. So I'm, I know uh, Tommy, London so cool. is, uh, Tommy London and Matt Hogan are putting out a record, Tommy London solo record. And he's going to, he asked me to open up for him when they do their show at Bowery Bowl. Oh, so, nice. If I'm forced, to do another show like that, maybe I need to be forced. So maybe that'll happen. I think um, you should. You're not going to be forced. You you're not going to be forced. <laughs> hey, you know what, Spencer would be so cool. Johnny, are you going to play out here on the West Coast at all? I would love to. Um, I'm actually going to be out there with this guy, Cario, uh, Ko, mm-hmm. um, sometime in May. There's a show that this guy's doing. He's got me playing bass on his stuff. Where? Great stuff. Where? Um, Where? I'm not um, sure. On the West Coast, actually, you know. Uh, and, oh, and, oh, we let me LA. know. Um, yeah, oh, is it? I will, okay. I will totally let you know. Yeah, carry yeah, on. Let me know. I'd love to see you in person. Yeah, you know, and awesome. you know what would be really me too. And you know what would be really cool is you were talking about the Clash. Um, the Clash. I was reading some of the stuff that you, um, you know, some of your interviews and stuff that people have done with you. You say the Clash was an influence for you, correct? Oh, huge. When, when somebody turned me on to The Clash, it changed my entire world. And mm-hmm. I was really young. So what happened to me was I was, as a, as a beginning bass player, all I wanted to do was soak up anything with good bass. I didn't care what genre mm-hmm. of music it was, whether it was fusion jazz, King Crimson, if it was yes or progressive rock, if it was, uh, and then it was reggae, anything reggae. I was like, oh, my God. Then Motown changed my life. James Jamerson. Yeah. I could go on and on. But then... I was turned on to punk rock, and I'm like, God, I love punk rock because here is a platform. Being a rebellious, mm-hmm. the rebellious little prick I was, I wanted to stand <laughs> up and say stuff that I was pissed off about. Here's a way to do it through music. I'm like, you can do that? Mm-hmm. This is incredible. Then I learned later on, obviously, Neil Young and Bob Dylan and um, like Pete Seeger mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, incredible yeah. amount of people that have done it. Even though that's not considered punk rock, to me, that is punk rock. To me, Bob Dylan is one of the biggest punk rockers ever, even if it doesn't sound like it. Cause of really? What Cause Interesting. Of, yeah, 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 that's right. Cause it's he not said, just the yeah, sound. Yeah, he tells his feelings. 
Yeah, you're That's right. It. You're right. Punk rock is not a sound. It's not necessarily a sound. It's a platform for you to stand there and say something you're upset about through your music, even no matter what the mm-hmm. music is. So here it is. Now, The Clash had it, except Paul Simonon playing bass is, is just like – those bass lines are incredible. So here I had both. As a kid, it was the best of both worlds. I had this great bass player mm-hmm. to learn from. And Joe Strum and Mick Jones' lyrics, that was like Amazing. the of a lifetime for, for me learning how to, because I didn't play guitar and then later go to bass. I was born to be a bass player. I listened to, I listened to bass in music before I learned how to play. I was, I'm, I'm a bass player. If I wasn't a bass player, I'd probably be a drummer. I'm like a rhythmer mm-hmm. in my brain. I'm a rhythm person. So unlike most people, really? like I, said, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't play guitar first. Most, most people play guitar first and they go to bass later. I didn't. Most people have cover bands for a while and then have an original band. I didn't. My first band was an original band, and I played bass first. That's just the way it happened. So for me to discover punk rock and discover The Clash, and then from there, I didn't even care. Musicality wasn't as important as having something to say, and that's who I got into. Mm-hmm. Then it was, it was dead, come on, the <clears> Dead <throat> Kennedys and Reagan Youth. I mean, I could go on and on with these, these bands mm-hmm. from, from New York yeah, that, that were just raising awareness through their lyrics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what it's really all about. So The Clash, I have something really funny to tell you really quick. Ironically, um, The Clash, um, I used to work with Mikey Dredd, and when he was working with The Clash, he infused over in Germany and over in the U.K., he was infusing reggae with The Clash, okay? And that's how they got their reggae sound, and then UB40 followed suit with that. And then he sure. came over and started to do some work with No Doubt and brought that reggae mm-hmm. sound in and No Doubt. So it's interesting that you That's are great. really interested in the reggae part of it, too, Absolutely. and that you're getting well, ready to release Rancid, something. Rancid wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for The Clash. I mm-hmm. mean, come on. Exactly. And Paul Simonon, he grew up in reggae clubs. He was the only white dude hanging out in these, in these, in these reggae yeah. joints. and. His whole his whole genre that. of music is so it's his his this reggae guy in a punk band so he's whipping out these mm-hmm. reggae bass lines it's incredible that the marriage of that was beautiful and and music should be that everyone should get together it's and very play healing stuff. yeah it's yeah of it's course very healing Absolutely. music mm-hmm. so Spencer how did you and Johnny meet you met him at the gig um at the where well, where know, was I've it I've seen Johnny a lot play but to get it. Get mm-hmm. Johnny on the show was like kind of like, like you said, it was the magic moment when I, I that he said he was doing an album. But I saw Johnny mm-hmm. play for a while. I mean, with Willie so many times, but he played the High Line. I saw that great show at the High Line. I've seen so many. They're playing so many places. I lose track. But mm-hmm. but they, um, but John, you know, it's like they're they're like melded together, right? Johnny, you're melded together with Willie on the stage. It's like you played there for years. And when you see them yeah. live, it's kind of like, you know, it's like this whole unit almost that plays together, right? Yeah, we have a beautiful brotherhood going on up there with Matt Hogan and Alex Alexander, too. Yeah, with me and Matt on stage, we yeah. we have all these inside jokes that go on while the show is happening. And it's just, it's just all fun. We just have fun. Yeah, really is great. That's awesome. Yeah, and so you I, know, really- I, I like the band. It's very alive on the stage. You know, it's like you're you're really alive on the stage. You're not like standing there. You're like a lot of some of the bands. No. You know, I would imagine you give on a probably good show. like watching. 
I would imagine it's probably like watching a circus because you got Willie doing his thing. And he's <laughs> yeah, very absolutely. animated. And, I'm, and yeah. Matt's jumping all over the place, and I'm jumping right. off things. I started climbing things after a while. We just, <laughs> we, just, we just have fun. There's always something to look at. If it's not Willie, it's Matt or me. And, yeah, and if you ever watch Matt play his solos, his, he's just mm. completely like it turns into a cartoon. It's just, it's, yeah, it's oh, great. Yeah. I yeah. sometimes play, as I'm playing, I'm watching them <laughs> as a fan. As I'm playing, oh, wow. even though I'm making the music with them, I'm just like, wow, this is really cool. <laughs> and it's been nine <laughs> years, and, I, and I'm not bored one bit. Every one of those songs I love just the same as, I, as when I first started playing them, and, and uh, including That's the na-na-na awesome. every night. <laughs> you know, you know uh, Johnny, let me ask you a question. On stage, when you play, I mean, mm-hmm. I was in theater a lot on the stage, and I noticed that you know, it's, there's a relative thing going on when you do a show, say every night or a couple of nights or whatever. There's usually some. If you're lucky, you'll have a night they call it very electric, where where it's like the, they call it the, the image of the first time. Like every when the line comes in, it's like the first time. Like it's not like you did it the other nights, and all of a sudden you get this electric feeling. You get that on the stage too with Willie. I bet. I bet. Like when you play, there's certain nights that are unbelievable, right? I mean, you can't yeah, even like express it. it to people. Doing right. as many shows as I did, I, I could tell you uh, when those moments happen. Um, a mm. lot of times it's not, um, uh, it's not as easy to get those magic moments. Oh, when, yeah. we play, when we play for a sitting audience, and I know, yeah. those, I know those people want to stand, but the establishment has seats, and that's just the way it is, whether it be a theater, and I've seen people get yelled at for trying to stand up. The, the type of music we do, it forces you at, at, off your chair. And we're, and we're like you said – we're jumping around the we're jumping around stage and people want to stand up. So mm-hmm. sometimes when we play the Stone Pony, the show is is double the amount of energy it is oh, than nice. when we play well, like yeah. oh yeah, well, it yeah. Gets, it's off the mm-hmm. charts because I mm-hmm. get my energy from the audience. The more the audience gives us, the the more we give back. But we're already giving mm-hmm. it when we first hit the stage. So could you imagine everything you've seen at the City Winery when you're forced to sit house. down? Just double you're that a amount. You're yeah, like, so I'm going to ask, like I'm learning guitar, Johnny. I want to ask, what guitar yeah. do you play on the stage? Uh, well, my main axe would be uh, a 1975 Fender Precision. I'm actually Ooh. starting to be afraid to travel with it these Ooh, days. Nice. Yeah. The, the frets are kind of worn. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but I just, that's the kind of sound that, that fits that genre yeah. of music well. Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. sure. But I have a, a Lakeland that I'm, I'm, I'm out with now. And I'm I'm due for a new bass, but that the old Fender is is my baby. Yeah. Wow, cool. Ooh, Sounds nice. cool, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, real yeah, real yeah. quick, I want to say I want to interject here really quick. If you've missed the beginning of the show, we have Johnny Paisano on with his newest release, Punk Rock Pizzeria. If you're in the chat room, we've got a few people in the chat room. I want to say to every one of them, if you've missed the beginning of the show, you can hear it all in its entirety on iTunes afterwards and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio under the Indie Cafe. And um, if you'd like to call in, the number again is 347-677-1036. And again, if you'd like to also look up Johnny. Paisano's Punk Rock Pizzeria. It's on Facebook, and we are going to help Johnny create a website, aren't we, Spencer? Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you should have <laughs> one. He's yeah. got to have, like you said, Holly. It'd be great if it was interactive, where you walk through the room. I love yeah, it. like a like a virtual a virtual pizzeria where you go in yeah. and you click wow. on the jukebox, or ooh, I got a better idea. Okay, 
you can make it like it's a pizza shop and you open up and then the names of the right. songs are the pizzas, like we said, mm-hmm. instead of them being people. The names sure. of the tracks on the record could be on the board for the pizza. I want to order this and you click on it and then it plays yeah. it and it's like well, that pizza spins around on the on the screen and yeah. it's well, got if the you look at the back of my song. CD. It's I'm exactly looking at what it. you're saying. Everybody gets yeah. a slice. Yeah, and on I the back, it. it's, it's a on pizza a, and every vinyl. On the back, if you look at the back, the the the, the pizza pie is on a is on a record player, and each yeah, slice a is vinyl. a different song. The vinyl. So that's what you do. Yeah. You just click on the slice, and you. Can and then the wait song. a minute. On the menu, you have like a pizza menu, and on the menu, yeah. each pizza has a different name, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll call one the Spencer yeah. and one the Holly. If you're a vegetarian, you can have the vegetarian slice called the holly. Uh, That's good. Why did you That's think great. I was vegetarian? I'm just saying uh, if nah, you're nah, vegetarian. Nah. <laughs> uh, if you're, oh, there you go. No, actually, did you like my idea where I said, oh, I'm going to make a white pizza with pesto right. and chicken and pie I like nuts. that one. Yeah, of course, right? Yeah, that's good. That was great, yeah. Holly. That's a good one. That's because that's like do that. in in. Okay, I totally get what you're talking about, about it th- being thin crust and about, you know what, there's this one place Absolutely. here in town, they bring, wa- and they say it's the water in New York that makes the pizza, okay? They do. So, they bring water in, they have water shipped in from New York, and they make their pizza dough with this water from New York. Seriously. Wow, ship it all the way to LA. And they ship it to Sonoma, North Cali, dear. I'm near San that's Francisco. Wild. So they do. Wow. And there's also well, places why the in Beverly Hills so that does that. Too. Yep, I know. And yeah. you know what they didn't have the out here for St. Patrick's Day? Green bagels. They didn't have green bagels, and I was pissed. <laughs> I was it's always pissed. weird eating anything green. Anything green is just so weird to eat. But if you just close your eyes, uh, it tastes the same. <laughs> yep. I know. Well, you know. So wait, now. So how soon are you going to start this project on this uh, big band stuff? Oh, I don't know. I'm uh, eventually, maybe in the next couple of months. I'll just, you know, I'm in no rush. You know, this record, okay. uh, this record I just made. I, I, I wound up putting myself under a time constraint to get it done, and it got a little stressful. Mm-hmm. And this next, anything I do. From here on in, I just want to take my time. I don't want to stress over doing it. And it happens, it happens. But my, sure. only, my only time constraint with this is the big band song. One of them is a Christmas song, and I would love to release it before Christmas. So Ooh, I got really? plenty of time. Yeah. That's a great idea. Is it, is, it, is it PG rated, Johnny? Yes, absolutely. It's more <laughs> it like, is. It's like, Frank, it's like Frank Sinatra style, Ooh. big bandish style. Christmas song, you know, type mm. of vibe, and yeah, you know, it'll be cool. And then it'll kind of That's people great. will go, wait, he just put out a punk record. Is this the same guy? Like, you know, it's just yeah. It's now, just, are you? Just, I just that, uh, see. That's what I was gonna say. So now you can croon like that. Like I'm gonna say croon. You can sing like that. You can sing I mean, some good uh, enough. big band music. But, but nice. Say good that enough. I was. I was, yeah, well, I was insecure about putting anything out because Aww. I'm like, I play with guys like Willie Nile and Jesse Mallon. These are the greatest front men, like, ever. I'm like, how do I put something out myself? It's just, well, these guys are amazing writers. And then there were other people around us, and I'm like, well, you know what? My stuff is at least as good as that. I'm going to put mm-hmm. something out. Screw it. And that, and that was the risk I took. So even the crooning or the writing, 
it's it's I know I'm confident enough that it's at least as good as a lot of stuff out there. Obviously mm-hmm. not as good as the greatest stuff. So I had to get over some of my insecurities to release a record, you know, especially being the side guy my whole life. I've been the guy to back up these front men my whole life, and I proudly mm-hmm. have done it. And I've done and most of the time. Now you're the main act. Yeah, most of the time I'm singing background <laughs> harmonies too. I sing a lot with Willie. So yeah, being my being the own being the guy is a different thing. And I've got plenty of stories to tell. Anything any of those people I've played with, there's a story behind every name I put on that bio I gave you. There's another story behind it. There's good stuff, you know. And um, uh, I'm looking forward to doing more. What the hell? Why not? If this record this record has been well received. Everybody, even people who have told me, you know what, I'm really not into punk rock. But you got me mm-hmm. because I can't get that damn song out of my head. I, I went to sleep listening oh, to all funny. fucked up from growing up, and the next morning, I, I three days later, this this chorus is still ringing in my head, which tells me that I did my job. If I if that, my mm. song is stuck in your head, that means it's a good song, done and done. That's right. That's it's right. good enough. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Yeah, I can't that's, sit here and tell you my stuff awesome. is good. That's up to you to. That's up to you to say. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah. that's very cool. And just, I'm you know, humbled about it. I'm humbled about doing it. I, I don't like, you know, I'm, I'm really anti-ego. I just have enough ego to get me on stage, for confidence to get me on stage and do well, what I got to do. We have a question for you. I want to know who you want to play with that you haven't played with yet already. Who do you want to record oh, with? Let's, wow. I mean, depending on uh, the style of music, I would pick different people. Believe it or not, even though I'm a bass player, I would love mm-hmm. to write a song. And I would love for Tony Levin. He is my all-time favorite. Oh my God, Gabriel! Yeah, I would love for Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel right, Tony? Yeah, I would love for I, yeah Peter Gabriel, King Crimson. He was on Milk and Honey. I, I mean, yeah. tons of stuff. He's just I would love Incredible. for him to play on one of my records. I love that wow. guy. Graham. I mean, another bass player that I grew up listening to, learning from, trying to play note for note like is Graham Maybe. And I'm really, really close to to shaking mm-hmm. his hand because <laughs> wow, we know really the same great. people. I've got I've right. written back and forth with him, so it's so amazing that I'm at I'm at whatever level I'm at that I'm able to actually meet the people who I idolized as a kid. So let me you oh my God, another question: who, who do you who yeah. do you listen to yourself? What what bands or musicians yeah, what, do you get into? Oh, what are you listening I, I listen to? to? What's oh, in I your player? Everyone, everyone, everything. I was just here listening Straight to Art Blakey. Board, huh? I mean everything from yeah. from uh, everything from big band to reggae to to uh, I even listen to Sade. I could listen to Brian wow. Ferry's Boys and Girls and Avalon. I could listen to those two mm. records. Don't you love right. Avalon? And Avalon. I love yeah. those records. Great album. Yeah. Great album. Brian Ferry. Yeah. Life changing. Yeah. Brian Diamond Ferry. Dogs. Mm-hmm. On the vine, Duran the Duran too. Of Diamond Dogs. Yeah, I got to be mm-hmm. in the mood for them. I could do a couple of songs yeah. and then. You know, even the, even yeah, certain artists, certain style of voices or whatever, I may not be able to listen to all day, exactly. but I still listen to mm-hmm. it. I mean, the bass line to uh, what is that, uh, a lot of those Duran Duran songs. I mean, the bass lines are incredible. You, you know, yeah. what was really great was Robert Palmer. Yeah, Robert another Palmer's great one too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Good stuff. T-Rex. Robert Palmer. Do you listen to anything like the Gypsy Kings? Have you ever listened to that music? Like, I have heard of it. Have you ever yeah, gotten into that? Yeah, they're Aren't they amazing? Yeah, amazing. Have you heard Calexico? They were doing South yes. by Southwest. They were getting really big for a yes. while. Incredible. These are bands a lot of people never heard of, and they deserve to be heard. Mm-hmm. They're just so incredibly, so incredibly talented. Uh, um, 
yeah, yeah. Just, just I could go on and on about bands that that uh, uh I mean Hollis Brown, great New York band, up and coming, and they've been doing really great lately, and and uh, they deserve to to be heard. We just got um, we just got albums from them to review yeah. Hollis Brown. Oh, you, you know? should you should review them. And uh, David Imagluck from the County Crows had something to do with producing, help producing, and Don DeLego's studio. Yep. Don DeLego is on our show, uh, Johnny. John Don DeLego yep. is on our show. Yeah. I just played bass for him last week. Wow. He oh, did a really? Show and I needed, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love Don. We're all one big, incestuous, happy family, dysfunctional, happy family. Yeah, and it, a lot of it stems That's from awesome. Jesse Mallon. Jesse has these yeah. bars that he, uh, he, he's a partial owner of, and he's got great music, and he had a lot of people right. in and out of his bands. And Jesse's the one who recommended me to play with Willie Nile. So, mm-hmm. it, yeah, Jesse's done a lot for the That's music. That's amazing. That it, yeah. It is. It's He's all one big happy family. He's such a sweet person. He, we've had he him is. on the show. Um, yeah. And he's he's a very interesting interview. He was very interesting to interview a lot. Yep. And yeah, uh, he's he, sure. you know he's like starting. I always say this. He's starting this thing down the you know down in the Bowery where um, people say like CBGBs is dead. They always do this bullshit. The CBG, CBGBs is gone. What's left? Well, you got the Bowery Electric, right, Johnny? That's you right. got. You yep. got Jesse Mail in with ba- and also Berlin. You got him getting music in just like CBGBs, new yep. groups, having them play. So this yep. whole stuff where people don't know, I really believe they don't know about music. They always it always happens. They always say, Well CBGBs is gone and what's like you know, it's not really it's not there. If you know New no, York, right? Yeah. There's places like, that are inspirational, like and Jesse has a lot to do with it. Jesse, yeah, any, guys like Jesse any, and and you too. Don't 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 leave yourself out. It's guys like you, guys like Jesse, guys like me. We're oh, keeping this shit alive. We got to keep yeah, it going. Holly. That's that's the whole deal. Yeah, Holly, we, this what you're doing right now. We're doing it. We're part of it. We're keeping this stuff yeah, going. Exactly. Well, you know, it alive. you want you want to hear something funny? When I first started out doing my shows, Wednesdays were my indie days, where I was bringing on bands that were new. Um, they were all types of music straight across the board, from big band to Broadway to punk rock to reggae. I did a whole series of reggae shows. I did a whole series of Broadway shows. It was very interesting because me personally, I like music from like classical all the way down through Dylan to punk to rock and roll, heavy rock and roll to everything, you know. So Wednesdays, it's really interesting that you said that because – that's what it's all about. I mean, this show, um, Indie Cafe and Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio, is all about really getting pop culture type things out there, which this is very much of a pop culture type album. I mean, and then I came in, Holly, with, I got to introduce myself. Then I came up with the Friday slot with Judith and I formed the mm-hmm. Indie Cafe on a Friday slot, mm-hmm. and then we would bring in, you know, groups, which you have now on every Friday. And then Holly, mm-hmm. who now, because uh, she'll put stuff on on Wednesday, so it's kind of like this whole unit now. You know, it's kind of like a unit that goes we on that week. we got to get on the shows more. She's never on, so we got to get her on the air. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. I mean, the way I look at Very things important. these days, I mean, back in the back when rock and roll first came out, they tried to kill it. And the they, the them, you know who I'm talking about, the conservative types. They had piles of records mm-hmm. and books from artists they were burning in the streets. And these mm-hmm. days, I still think someone is trying to kill it. And, and it's too bad the way music mm-hmm. went. Really? I know Spotify, I know it's a beautiful thing and people, but 
It's actually this part of that that's actually killing music. No one's buying records anymore. Apple's new computers don't even have a CD drive anymore. So now CDs are going to be the thing of the past. Streaming will be all that's left. We need to keep it alive because people will listen to music and well, yeah, they don't Yeah, but vinyl care. is big, Johnny. I mean, the sale, yeah, I, you know, I'm doing, I'm, I plan to do a film on vinyl, by the way, which is in, is in proposal with a filmmaker. Yeah. And I just got to tell you, we get, I had, we, we had that. Tom Silverman on the show. He's, you know, Tom Silverman from yeah. New Music Seminar. And he's a really a big head on this stuff. And, he was even, you know, vinyl's back. That's it, Johnny. I mean, vinyl well, I is like back. To, yeah, but back. Big time. How big could it be? It'll be big. Right now, it's, it's an big. Well, thing. it's it's big. We gotta get it no, bigger. No, it's big. Gotta, it's big. It's push. so big, Johnny. Wait a minute. Let me just tell you. It's so big that the printing plants can't keep up with the vinyl production right now. Are you and, and in I Britain, it's that. huge. What? Oh, I love I'm sorry, that. I can't we need hear that. You. Yeah, I mean, there are articles on it now, which I could even send you, that are from writers well, uh, currently that write well, about me, vinyl let, and sale, I could send you that article. Yeah. You'll, you'll die. You'll, you'll go Please off your do, chair. Please do, because maybe, maybe I will put out a vinyl of this record. Maybe this record... You should, put because out a every, Ryan Willie. had, you know... Yeah, Willie has vinyl. I think Willie has vinyl, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the, yeah, well, Willie, a lot of Jesse people are doing... Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I could tell you right the on. problem with music is how many people buy music from... Or they just have their monthly subscriptions and they'll listen to music but they're not opening up something to look at the credits. Who played on what? Who produced this? What Johnny, you got to know the most important thing. Turntables are selling wild right now. Turntables. So if you know right. that turntables are out of the box right now, sale, right. in sale, and if you go on, you'll see tons of sales of, of turntables. You know right. that there are people that want to read, want to uh, buy vinyl. That's what we they're want. They're still and buying the to read. See? Yeah, and you know, we want to get really vinyl. Important. We want to get, we want to get vinyl that isn't damaged though. <laughs> well, There's yeah, so much course. vinyl that I picked up in places that has. So that's why there are subscriptions now. In fact, about your um, startup campaign, there was a startup yeah. campaign for a vinyl record company, and what they were doing was, they were sending out. It was like basically they curated different uh, based on your music what you wanted, and it was like every week you would get a different set of vinyl records. And if you did the startup mm-hmm. campaign on certain, you know, where you bought in, they would send you a turntable, or they would send you more of this, or they would send you a numbered CD. It's like not CD, um, vinyl piece. So. What's happening right now, as I saw also, and I wanted to tell you about this, Spencer, is that um, there is going to be um, a special show of just vinyl records that they're going to be doing in Germany um, Mm -hmm. of different collected pieces, like when we had Mm -hmm. that gentleman on that traveled all around the world. But getting back to that, yeah, but getting back to the shows, Wednesdays really were indie shows, and then we started doing some of the um, not indie cafe shows. They were Red Velvet Media, but they were indie bands. And right, then we right, right, started exactly. filling in, and we've got such a great we've got such a great response from a lot of people that want to that have music that want to come on. Mm-hmm. So we have great. Wednesdays and we have Fridays. Johnny, right. you know, this is, what we, you know, if this you is have... the stuff we need to keep it going. We need to, we need exactly. stuff like you guys and this stuff to keep music alive, to keep rock and roll alive, mm-hmm. to keep artists alive. I mean, they're uh, everywhere, the they, the them, they're trying to kill it. I mean, 
it just and it, it's really no, they'll never be killed. And you know, Tom Silverman said something very profound on our show. And if you know Tom Silverman, known for years in New Music Cinema, you remember this, Holly. He said that every home is going to have music in it eventually. I mean, it's like going to be. It's not dead. Music's alive. Yeah, good. Well, so, I'm happy yeah, to and if you want to know, vinyl is alive, big time, and turntables are selling like crazy now, yes. and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do that. So, you know, well, everything is very positive in the music well, area, well, very not, positive. I, I love hearing that, because I'm sorry to be negative about it. The, the one thing I'm, I'm about to mention... You're not negative, Johnny. You're not well, negative, I but be, I, you might be hearing it from the wrong people, you see. That's what happens. Yeah. If you hear, well, the thing and, is, and you have to know what the flow poor, is. And, Spencer, yeah. But I could tell you this. <laughs> Not me, but artists throughout the years would rely on mailbox money, if you know what that is. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. And these days, mailbox yep. money is dead because of Spotify not giving the artist the, the, the percentage that he deserves, that you need 3 million plays in order to get $1,000. I mean, I'm getting checks right now in the mail because I co-wrote uh, a couple of songs with Jesse Mallon. Uh, I co-wrote awesome. with uh, Marky Ramone. And so I get checks in the mail that are two cents. One penny. These yeah, are the I know. And you know, that's what we, we talked about that too on a show is the fact, I mean, I've been to like new music seminars. They And new music seminars is great because they expose a lot of things and they had Pandora on and they had Sirius on. And I was finding yeah. out that, that Sirius was probably the fairest one on payment and Pandora yeah, was a ripoff. And then I'm learning yep. about Spotify. You know, it's a, for so, that's another area. Songwriters deserve money. We all know that. And right now, Absolutely. it's a very bad area, right? It's a very bad, bad area. area. Well, so here's my you know, we're, there's, there's a turnaround, though. There's a turnaround what? Going what? right now, though. But again, again, not to be negative, but what's going to happen no, in 20 not years? What, what's going to happen in 20 years? Is our people think... that are playing music full time, which is why the song uh-huh. quality is as great as it is, is because mm-hmm. people are doing it 24-7. Is it going to right. be the type of thing that the only thing left in music are these writers that can only do it in their house, in their home studios, and mm-hmm. only on the weekends because they have to have a day job five, five, for the rest of the days of the week? Then what is the quality of music going to be if that's all Very that's right. Very right. The weekend and you one? know what? I'm curious. Johnny, you're right because listen to me they're doing a film now actually and there's a lot of panel discussions going on exactly about what you're talking about what i've heard is going to happen is a lot of the music because it became so digitalized because a lot of people were losing the essence of the actual music because everything became so digitalized and then it was going exactly mainstream like like streaming only um you know I think I think that it's going to change. They're going to put some new things in place to help the artists because right now I think it's very important that we support our artists like yourself that write music and people that actually yeah, play you. live, that deserve that the play. credibility. Yeah. Yeah, and you're not... Well, right. I think, I well, think also vinyl right. is important because we're talking about sound yeah, here. And the quality important. of sound vinyl is important. It's ten times better than yeah. visual and... And the nurturing and promoting of vinyl, uh, which, thank God, is happening right now in a mm-hmm. lot of vinyl, just yeah. coming out with a lot of vinyl. And I think you've got to think like that. You've got to think, well, what do I want to give my consumer? What do you want to give your right. uh, people? Yeah, no. probably, you want to give them vinyl. Right now, you want to give them vinyl. That's I my agree. opinion. You want to give them yeah. vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. Digital yeah. doesn't That's have anything to, to do with it. If, 
Well, right. growing up listening to David Bowie's Diamond Dogs, if you listen to it on vinyl, you hear these little yeah. things, that little noise that happens here and there. When they transformed it into digital, that mm. they actually tracks actually are not there anymore. Some it things, lost its Some of those cool little sounds, it lost mm. them. Wait, wait, wait a minute. The conversion, this is an interesting point. There are two conversions on vinyl. There are two conversions on vinyl. There's the digital conversion on vinyl, and there's a non-digital, which we talk about. That's the old school. And there's a lot of that going on. So you got to get the transformation, what we're talking about, of it on vinyl the right way. The real sound, yeah. But it is down now. I mean, it is uh, uh, produced the the old Good. what we call this the old traditional want. version. I mm-hmm. mean that is still yep. happening. So you got to do that. But there is what you call the digital conversion on vinyl, which we you know yeah. is different. Yeah, redigitalized right? or re right? re um, right. formatted. Right, exactly. Yeah. But you know what, exactly. Johnny? What I want to say, and one thing mm-hmm. that I want to say also, Spence, is this: is yeah. that nothing beats, nothing can replace. <laughs> A live yeah. person playing because right. there are That's true. certain things That's a good that you point. may hear when someone plays that may not ever happen again, like they may play That's the right. wrong chord on something That's or they true. might enhance yeah. it in some way. So That's I called character. Yes. Vinyl's cool. Yeah, character. Exactly, Johnny. And you know what? I believe vinyl's good. But I think that we need to see more people going on the road and stop depending on putting it out there. Digi- you know, like I, I know that a yep. lot of people are really strapped as far as money and tours and this and that. But mm-hmm. I think that we need to put our money into going out there and playing. I don't right. think that. Well, that, yeah, I think it's two points. I all. think you brought up a very good point, Holly. I think it's like people got to watch the live performance, which we exactly. always enjoy. Which very important like because you can't match video. that. But also, you've got to stay at home at times. So you want vinyl. It's like have both. Have vinyl and yeah. have seeing them live. That's the two things that I exactly. see right now in a pure form. I'll tell form. you right now, I am gonna, I'm going to save a couple of bucks, and I'm going to put my record out on vinyl. Just for oh, the All right. Oh, there we go, That's man. Gonna Get in the Johnny. crowd. Get in the crowd. That's going to happen. And, yeah. you know, good, good, Johnny, good. What, I wanted, what I wanted to tell you was something really important here about what you've been saying, anything you say isn't negative. It's really how you feel. And you were talking about how punk rock actually helped you say what you were feeling. So basically you were right. having a punk rock moment. Absolutely. Well, that happened. Well, that's what that was. That happens multiple times a day. I'm angry about a lot of things. You know, no. that's, that's where punk rock started. That's how people started. They just were angry about this. We're angry about this guy getting into office. What do we do? Well, we got to say something about it. We need to cause some kind of a rally. We need to rally people up. <laughs> and what better way to do that? Like when Springsteen gets what to the edge of the stage and there's 70,000 people. Springsteen is on the edge, and he doesn't give a shit who likes him and who don't. He will say what he wants politically or not. That guy's got more guts than anyone because a lot of his fans are not necessarily right or left. You know, some of his fans are right-wing people, and they got to deal with his Mm -hmm. political views, and he doesn't care. It's not about selling records to him or making fans. He doesn't care about making enemies. So that's punk rock of Bruce to do that. Right. Exactly. you know, That's the way it is. Uh, it's, it's, his his music have, doesn't sound punk rock, but he's a punk. No. But you know what? Have you um, – I want to say something um, about, about Bruce. I met Bruce 
at a at um at a who was it? Oh, it was uh, what's his name's birthday party um, in L.A. It was um, the guy. Oh God, I can't believe I'm actually spacing out on this. But it was a great birthday party because both Johnny Depp and himself and um, oh. a lot of the people that were at the party. It was Bruce Willis's birthday party. That's who it was. Oh, and, really? Um, that guy. Okay. He was there. He was there, and he was the quietest, most reserved person like standing there but then once he got on stage it was like all hell broke loose it was like crazy it was like he's so electrified and i'm and then we talked afterwards and he was just like wow i was just like blown away but you know i remember when he recently canceled a whole concert and actually um refunded everybody's money for that whole right one thing north carolina or or georgia yeah yeah because of yeah. the LGBT, yeah, yeah, and and he stood exactly. behind what he felt, and exactly. that's a pretty bold move. I mean, we're not talking about me, you know, saying sorry, two hundred people that want to come see me play, or Willie Nile, three hundred somewhere. We're talking about seventy, like an arena, yeah, and a promoter that has that. to buy insurance in case of. I mean, there's uh. so much money that goes into this. <laughs> that's insane. I know. So for him to do that, that's the that's punk rock, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And if any other, and just like Green Day, Green Day put out American Idiot trying to teach people through their music about what was going on through the Bush administration that just to wake people up to just maybe, maybe look into what I'm singing about. Just Google it. Mm -hmm. You know, I could imagine what they, if Green Day wanted, the record he wants to put out right now, I could imagine what's going on through that guy's Mm -hmm. head. Because Billy Joe is an incredibly intelligent, prolific writer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just incredible. Trey, Trey's cool too. Have you ever done any work with Trey? No, but uh, Trey, the, the Trey Dirk and, and Billy, uh, they would actually come see Bellevue, which is the band before Jesse Mallon. I joined Jesse Mallon. It was called Sing Sing. We put out a record. We changed the name to Bellevue. We put out a record as Bellevue. And when we we went on tour, we had a, very few people come to see us play when we played in Sacramento. And mm-hmm. three of the people in the audience was Green Day, the band. And this was yeah. yeah. They're not afraid. Uh, They're not afraid to go anywhere. I see them all the time up here. They don't, and they'll just jump on stage. Exactly. They'll just jump on stage with if you say, "Hey, you want to come up?" Yeah, with anyone. Yeah, he's just exactly. That's a band, man. And there were there were idiots that were like, "Oh, you know, they sell out. They sold out." You didn't sell out by getting your music to more people. Is not selling Mm -hmm. out. Now they could get their message. That again, I'm referencing American Idiot and other political songs they might have. No, it's now they're getting their message to seventy thousand people as opposed to Mm -hmm. the seventy people that you if you're a small local band. So that's Mm -hmm. all about getting the message out, whether it be a punk rock message or or whatever. And and that's what's really important. That's That's why I love those guys. Yeah. We came up with a new a new way of life today. Being punk rock doesn't mean that you have to be like, you know, this or that. It's like punk rock yeah. really about speaking your mind, speaking the truth, and just whether it goes against the grain or not is very punk rock, right? So, you, you know you what? Go. It's That's not even it punk rock. It's just what musicians do and what they say and statements mm-hmm. they make. Mm-hmm. And that music in itself, just music itself, saying to the world, what has to, uh, movers and shakers like John Lennon or Bruce Springsteen right. or John, even John Bon Jovi? It's like yep. it's like just saying things that are important, and only music can do that. I mean, it seems like music yep. is the, is if people throughout the world would listen to music and what it says, and the people are making the statements. That's mm-hmm. what's important, you know. And, and well, it, yeah, right? 
or we could conform to, to what they, the them, they want, and we could just write silly love songs, and that's all you'll ever hear is about this love and this breakup and that and that, and no one will be allowed to write about stuff you really feel. Could you imagine a world like that? Well, you know, we, I think need, China's pretty to close to that. Doing. I mean, China yeah, probably. Uh, does censorship a lot, yeah. and um, not to mention North Korea. We don't want to talk about that one. That's crazy. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm just yeah, saying, mm-hmm. but but it's still an open forum, and a lot of countries, you know, uh, as we know it throughout the world, except uh, playing there and hearing it. I mean, McCartney played in Russia, you know. Um, you know, so it's like, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's still a positive thing, and I really think it's so important. Uh, I'm sure Holly's on the same wagon as I am. It's just that people saying things and playing, and no matter what music it is, as long as they're saying things, not not the what we talk about the sugar the sugar songs, the the, the ones what? that say what? right, and that's the, the important one that has thing. Some I, Pat Kenny was like, I got to tell you something. Pat it. Kenny, when I came into New York. Pat Kenny owned Kenny's mm-hmm. Castaways, who I worked with a lot. Yeah. So so many bands. I saw Willie in a band. He said to me the most important thing. He says, I only have bands that say things. I never forgot that, Johnny. It's the first thing he ever said to me. He said, I oh, don't like great. cover bands. I like bands that right. say things. I have never forgotten that, Pat Kenny. Yeah. So that's it's what we're talking music. about. Yeah, that's what we're talking art. about, people who say yep. things. Yeah, yeah you, you, exactly. you paint your art and with any brush and any color you choose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And exactly you know what? right. They say, well worded. They say, um, I, I've read some really cool quotes about music being the soundtrack of your life and also mm-hmm. um, that um, music, um, it holds a moment. When you hear a song, mm-hmm. you'll remember a moment in your life that never goes away. So that's really wow. important, right. yeah, too. That's so, true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, there's so and many songs I can this, remember. That, that, yeah, I mean, I, I remember... Where I was with Let It Bleed, you know, I remember. Oh, I yeah. rem- it's right, Holly. You know, you remember those songs. Some of the, it's like mm-hmm. you remember the Kenny. And it's a moment. Uh, God forbid the Kenny assassination where, where you were. It's like when you listen to music, you listen to certain songs. You say, oh, I re- I know where I. You know where you were. Wh- mm-hmm. What was happening yeah. in your oh, life? It's amazing, right? Time. What? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I remember the songs that were playing on the radio when my niece was born, like special. Um, oh, wow. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. girlfriends you were with at the time. Oh, that was that girl. Now, yeah, I remember that. That was uh, that date I was on. I played that song. I was pissed off. Yeah. Yeah, songs will make you cry. You know, we got to get you from not being so pissed off all the time. We're going <laughs> to. So, Johnny says, I'm well, happy. The whole, Hey, listen, Holly, we got him to do a vinyl record already. Come on. We already got him to yeah, do a vinyl do out, of the, out of Pistol we're gonna Booty. We're going to get him. Okay. Yeah, That's absolutely. Awesome. But, I mean, actually, my reputation is actually one of always smiling and being a really nice, overly nice guy. Yeah. Uh, you are. I'm not, I'm not pissed are, off definitely. all the time. But on the inside, I, oh. my thoughts do, do lean sweet. toward that now and then. Okay. But thanks. Really, Johnny, you really, really are. I really appreciate you guys well, helping me uh, with hey, this, Hey, thanks too. for being on, man. This is well, great. Yeah, really, really say, great. I want to say something. We are ending our show with a song called Superhero. Tell me about that song, okay. and let's play it. Yep. Make sure everyone well, that, that listens to the show, real quick, let me tell you before we can be that, if you miss this show, you can listen to it on iTunes afterwards. And I'm sorry I kept cutting. I, we got cut off here, but there's a little delay. So what I wanted to say was, 
Um, I want to hear what you were going to say, Johnny, but I wanted to make sure everyone knew that they can listen to this show afterwards. You can download it as an MP3 or as a podcast. So, again, Johnny, Paisano. Great. I'm really happy. Punk Rock Pizzeria. So, Johnny, tell me what you were going to say before I interrupted you. I'm sorry. I, no, no. So we were talking about, about superheroes. Superhero. Yeah, yeah I'll go love, for it. Uh, let me tell you about that. I, I wound up... Uh, I wanted to write a song about if a, if, if a, let's say, if a girl was dating a guy and the guy just happened to be a superhero that can do anything, it sounds like that would be a really great thing. Oh, my boyfriend's a superhero. He, can, he goes around saving the world. But what if that guy was a little jealous? And what if that guy was listening to your phone calls from outside, floating outside your building? And, and <laughs> it's almost like that. Do you remember that movie, My Super Ex-Girlfriend? I believe was, was it yes. Uma Thurman? Oh, my God. That yeah. was so funny. When she threw the so, shark through the window. Remember yeah. that? So if you picture, <laughs> picture that movie and listen to this song, that's kind of where I was going. The story oh, just goes yeah. as like, oh, oh, my boyfriend's great, great. And like, oh, shit, maybe not. And then, oh, he's great, he's great. <laughs> oh, maybe not. So that's how the whole song goes. And I have a string section in the middle of the song that I did with that guy, Arlen Phyllis. He, he did the strings for me. I sang uh-huh. him what I wanted. Uh, I sang him the line. And then in the intro of the song, I wanted to put, I used to watch the, the Mighty Mouse cartoon as a kid. I love so Mighty Mouse. So I love, in the song, I wrote, uh, here I come to save the day. I wrote that uh, as a lyric twice. Here in I the come song. to save the day. Yes. So as an <laughs> intro, I, re- I actually redid the Mighty Mouse theme, and I put just a just a thirteen, fifteen seconds of it as an intro to the song. Yeah. That's awesome. There, that's, that's awesome. Well, we're going to end on that, and mm-hmm. we're going to be back on Friday, Spencer. Especially With Brianna there. Kidwell, Brianna With Kidwell from Nashville, man. Yeah, but today we have Johnny Paisano, Punk Rock Pizzeria. Don't Thanks. forget to go out and grab the CD, guys. Go on to Facebook. Yeah, it's, on, uh, it's on Etsy. It's on uh, uh, the whole platforms of iTunes and Spotify and all that. It's Amazon and Shazam. You can find it on uh, all those platforms. Well, I'm like gonna, I said, uh, I'm going to go on. I'm going to go on to your Etsy shop and do a little look around. Yeah. Maybe do some shopping. Right. So there you go. <laughs> Right. Awesome. But, um, you let me know what you want. With, no, with that, we're going to end with Superhero. And Spencer, thank you for co-hosting this show today yeah, and bringing Spencer. Johnny on the show. Definitely a pleasure. And we're back on Friday. Yeah. Thanks, Holly. Thank that, you so much. Superhero. Hey, glad you're on, Johnny. So glad to have you on, bro. You too, buddy. Oh, thank you, know you so what? much. I want to ask soon. you, before I, play, before I play Superhero, Johnny, there's yep. two songs. Yep. That I always listen to. First of all, you know Kryptonite. Did you ever hear the song Kryptonite? Yeah, I know that. What band is that, that again? Yeah, that's they, they a, a good one. And then Three Doors Down did a song mm-hmm. about um, it's not easy being me. Um, about the guy, men weren't meant to fly with a uh, a sheep between their knees. But it's all about being a superhero. That's a great song. Yeah, this one. is a great sure, one. Sure. This one has oh, great lyrics. So with that, Beautiful. here thanks. you go. And Johnny, I will be um, looking forward to meeting you in person. And Spencer, go eat your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> go eat your pizza. Uh, go eat your pizza. See you soon, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Never hangs around. Yeah. When he hears this mighty sound. Save the day That means that mighty mouse 
is on the way. Here I come to save the day.